0: Hey everybody and welcome to episode 29 of the aquascaping podcast. I'm your host JR. Joining us today is Jorge Carvalho. He's from Sintra, Portugal and has been aquascaping since he was 12 years old when he got inspiration from his father and along the way he's worked with some of the biggest names in aquascaping including Takashi Amano himself. Don't forget to check us out at www.aquascapingpodcast.com. Send in your comments and questions to aquascapingpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to all the interviews and episodes on iTunes as well as Stitcher Radio. So uh, just to start off here, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you became involved with aquascaping.
1: So actually, I'm a student in Portugal and I'm living in Sintra. I don't know if anyone knows that, but you should search about it. It's a very natural place and with a lot of castles and history. So if you like nature, you should check it or you should visit. For sure, you will love it. I start aquascape something about 12 years when I had 12 years old, so with my father, and it was something that uh, was growing, my passion about it. So you've
0: been into it for quite a while, and I was doing a little bit of research, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but did you have any any experience with Mr. Amano?
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh, I was last two years ago in the Oceanario doing the floresta submersives with uh, Amano, with Flip Oliveira, with Judy, with Adam. So a lot of big names of aquarium uh, it was amazing. It's something that I will never forget, and for sure I will tell to my kids the stories about it. Tell me what it was like to be around Takashi Amano and what he was like as a person. It was very, very different than that I expected because it's like the creator of this movement. It was the man who took the lead. A manual teaches a lot of things that I I never thought about it. Something like, for instance, the the ferns, the the bulbites, the mosses, they grow in a direction and if you attach that to the wood in the wrong direction, it will grow wrong and probably will not get the grow that you want. Sometimes you, you don't look at that, you only attach it and it will take you longer to achieve what you want. The spirit of aquascaping and Natrium Aquarium, it was something that changed a lot with Amano. Uh, experience that I, I, I had. I, I try to understand how nature works, go outside to the middle of the forest and see how the things really work and try to reproduce them in aquariums. And I think that's the best way to, to improve in aquascape. If you go and check the quotes of Amano, he, he talk about a lot of that.
0: So I've been watching your videos online lately,
1: and what have you learned from working with Adam Pazila? Adam, it was like a big changing for me. It was where I really understand how to make details with Adam. I, I really was like working on the field. You know, it was like. I experiment that. With uh, Amano, it was something like, Amano, tell us how to do it and tell us where to do it. With Adam, Adam gave me some freedom to try and to understand. And I even met a lot of uh, big names in Aquascape with Adam too, like uh, Juan Puchades, like Victor Lantus, Balas, uh, Radek. You should check this guy. He's a very good aquascaper from Poland. Richard, a friend of Adam. He has a very good sense of how the rocks should be, and Radek too. Radek is a very, very good scraper. Adam was very good for me because I love to work on woods, and is he's is my comfort zone, and Adam is very good on working with rocks.
0: So for somebody listening to the show and is trying to break out of their own comfort zone, do you have any suggestions for them?
1: Yeah. Please don't. Uh, how can I say? Don't don't go on the on how everyone is doing, because if you don't try to change how the things is is doing, it will be always look as the same. If you like only to, to work on rocks and you only work on rocks your layout will not get evolution, because maybe you can achieve a very good skill in rocks, but when you try to work on woods, you will not have a very good uh, work or layout as you want. So you should try to create as much as possible. And for instance, if you create something that today don't look okay, you can try in the next day, or even you can try in a year after, you can, Go for anything else and then rescape and rescape and rescape. Or maybe you can like put it in a corner. You have like a concept, you put it like I will not use this time, but maybe in a year or in two years, I will get it again and try it. Because I'm seeing in myself that as much as I escape or rescape, my level is improving and improving and improving. It's like. Um, very important to try to create as much as possible for you to improve it. The biggest thing that I learned in Aquascape, it was like the sense of scale is very important. You can use like uh, similar plants to do the same work so in the f- in the front view you can use like uh, for instance Monte Carlo and in the more background you can use like uh, for instance uh, to scuba, because it looks almost the same but the leaves are smaller so you can get like a, a different scale so it's like it's going like uh, to the infinite and you can use fishes to, to do that like two types of fishes uh, one bigger and one smaller, and that's why like the Mianto scuba will look like one is bigger and the other looks like the same but is smaller, so you get a very good sense of scale. Wow. Then, then you can use like, uh, very important is to understand the light and the shadow inside the aquarium because if you see the top aquarium, they use a lot of lights and shadows so when you are creating uh, the aquarium or the layout you should try to understand how it will work when it's filled with water because it always looks different when you have water and when you don't have water. When you have water you can use the reflex from the sides and from the, the hub to to give continuation to your layout, please pay attention to that because it's a very important point. And the details, the details are very important because without them, it will look like uh, a story only with a big actor. So no role, only one, one man show.
0: has aquascaping changed in the past 10 years, do you think?
1: Oh, it's a big, big, big change. If you can go to the International Aquatic Plants Layout Contest, the EAPLC, the biggest contest in this hobby, if you scroll to the grand prize works, you can check like, uh, we started the very natural things, normal driftwoods, and by the I think the the big revolution was when uh, Philippe did the small tree. I don't know if you remember. It was something about 2006, I believe, maybe, uh, yeah. and it, it was the point where everything changed about the the aquascaping, because after that you start seeing a very detailed work on trees and the nature style. Aquascaping, I think it's not going on the right way because we are leaving the plants to second place. Like uh, the, we have very strong artscapes works, like uh, maybe three, four months of working in every artscape in the top ten, maybe top 100 aquariums, and but you only see three, four types of plants. For me, it's like not so good. I, I prefer like the old times when Amano was starting and a lot of plants, a lot of colors. We are almost seeing aquariums that are only gray and green, but we have a lot of colors that we can use like reds, like orange. It's something that I a bit worry about it. What is your favorite plant to work with right now? Uh, actually, is Bucephalandra, but uh, it, it's not so good to work with Bucephalandra. But uh, I believe we're going to talk about that later. But my why I like so much of Bucephalandra because for me it's very important to have a scale inside the aquarium, and with Bucephalandra you have so many different sizes of the leaves you have like very very small leaves and to work on details that's something amazing and then you have the flower that is like the the chair on the top of the the cake you know
0: absolutely and yeah let's just go we'll jump right over to that now i think the question you're referring to is just talking about nature and where these plants come from and how you know how does it impact the environment
1: yeah i don't know if you know but uh, the, the the main plants came from asia and for instance now the rare plants like bucephalandra and some Anubias are founding they are found in nature and the problem is that they are collecting without creating it's like rebreeding you know so it's very bad even for fishes you have the altums from uh, brazil that is a very beautiful fish but a lot of people get them and they not like live more than one month in their tanks. So I believe the prices should be higher. A lot of people will like taking this not in the bad, in a good way because I'm asking for bigger prices for, uh, wild animals because I think they deserve more respect and more careful about them. Because if we continue to do this in, in a few years, it will be possible that we cannot find some fishes or some plants that we found today. So the next generations will not be able to, to create as we are creating now. Okay, it's the evolution, but I think we should be more smart and more, more careful about living bees because we are living bees. If someone doesn't care about us, it can, hap- it can happen the same.
0: What is it like to be an aquascaper in Portugal? Because uh, here in the United States, you know, it's it's very difficult to get um, plants and hardscape materials. Uh, I, I personally have to purchase everything online. I don't have a, a place to actually go to and get it. But what it, what is it like in Portugal?
1: Actually, in Portugal, you have a lot of uh, stores and a lot of uh, places to to get plants and uh, art but I prefer to go to nature and collect them because it's not so normal. Like you, all the driftwoods look the same, all the rocks look the same, and after a month it was very changing for me because I want to have like my nature aquarium to look really as a nature aquarium, not as a one more piece of art scape, you know? If somebody out there is listening to the show and they're,
0: you know, thinking about their next aquascape, trying to figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to create it uh, and they don't know what direction to go in do you have any advice for uh, for somebody who maybe is new, maybe is creating their first aquascape do you have any advice for them?
1: Okay, I think we we should make a a separation on that, because if you are starting, I think you should go by easy because sometimes less is more. So first of all, you need to understand how the plants work. So for that, I would advise something like Yagumi style or maybe a Dutch style, because Dutch style is very nice. It was more or less how Aquascape uh, start. If you go to see in the old days, it was like the big boom. It was Dutch style. So, but for start, maybe Dutch style and some Yagumi. So not so much much different plans, but how you learn how to take care of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for somebody who's maybe more serious and,
0: and wants to really step up their game, what, what advice do you have to them?
1: Uh, it's what I'm trying to, to do now. Is like trying to improve to competition level. So what I'm doing now is like to try to learn with the top maybe 27 of the last years in the PLC, you can see uh, the sizes of the tanks. You can see the art scape that is more or less used, and try to understand which style you identify more with that, and try to reproduce some parts, and that way you will learn. But when you are talking about a competition aquarium, it's like uh, it's something that you you should take care since day one. I use Excel paper where I put the fertilizers, the changes, the waters change and how many hours I have uh, this period because I change a period of hours with the, the maturation of the aquarium. So it depends on which style you want to go but if you want to go for nature go to the florist and see how the forest grow and how the forest develop and then try to, to connect that with the aquariums that you see on the top, I think is the best way to improve. Absolutely. And, and uh, again, thank you
0: so much for, for coming on and talking with me. I was really excited to talk with you and I learned a lot. Thanks again for
1: joining us uh, here on the show. No, thank you, please. I thank you because it's a big honor for me to, to make part of this concept because it's a very nice concept to, to learn and to know other guys and other skaters in your channel i actually i almost see all the the podcasts on your site website so it's an honor to me to to be present on them to learn more about george Carvalho, check him out
0: on facebook search for jc scaping thanks a lot everybody that's it for this week's episode of the aquascaping podcast as always have a great week and we'll see you next time